It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. It's been a tumultuous week, Elliot Shore Parks. I feel like Eagles fandom has has gone up and down the roller coaster this week. Yes. It's, it's a disaster. It's good. Lane's out. Lane's playing. Jalen's out. Jalen's practicing. The season's over. The season's not over. It's been a week, man. How you doing, buddy? Uh, well, I mean, real quick, a, a season that has really lacked drama for most of I it. I know. We're getting know. our fill right now, buddy. It really is 2017 all over again, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, it's funny. Uh, well, first of all, good to talk to you. I, you know, hey, you've buddy. been uh, enjoying your your well-deserved week off. Oh, and buddy, it's been it's, it's been nice, man. I've been so relaxed, yes. so checked out. Well, it's, it's been delightful. It's funny because I'll text you. Like generally, when I wake up, I'll see something on Twitter or whatever. I'll, I'll text you. And then you won't respond now. Normally you respond right away. Now you're not responding until, I don't know, 10, 30, 11. Yep. So you're, you're enjoying <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that time off. But your life's about to sleeping. change. Yeah. Well, don't, don't worry. In about you know, mid-February, your, uh, your sleep schedule will be what, back to really, texting. Why me. do you think I've been so intense about like taking this vacation seriously oh, sorry, and, yeah. and sleeping late and resting? Because I know that after this vacation, it gets real. Um, but so like as much as I've missed recording pods throughout the week, I have to say, it's probably for the better that we're recording this now because you talked about an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. of a week. I've been, you know, there's days where I wake up and I'm like, they're not even going to win a playoff game. There's yeah, days I've been I'm, getting annoyed with you behind the scenes. I keep getting like, Elliot, stop it. You're driving me crazy yeah. right now. And, like, I think it's over. It's done. They might lose immediately. Yeah, and, and I'm excited to get into everything. I'll try to remove as much emotion from it as I can when we talk about it. But yeah, I mean, there's... 
it's there's just a lot going on. I just got back from the Novacare complex, or I should say, they practice at the at Lincoln Financial Field today because uh, the practice field at the Novacare is frozen, which is wow. I don't see. I guess the so apparently the fields at the Link are heated, which I guess is why they're not frozen. Yeah, which because, makes more sense that they would have more amenities on the yes, field you play the games yeah. on. Sure, but. Jalen was practicing when I was walking in, I was with a few reporters and we're all like, yeah, he's not going to be out there. And then we got out there. He was, and not only was he out there, he was throwing the ball. Um, for some of the drills, he was the first quarterback up for some of the, I think the more important ones, he was the second quarterback up, which I think is, is noteworthy when projecting if he's going to play. But yeah, I mean, just in terms of everything that happened, the lane injury, the Maddox injury hurts being injured, the Dallas loss. It's been a rough week. I, I think, I guess we'll do big picture before we get into each of them individually. But I think there's been times this week where rightfully so I've thought to myself, this season is unraveling and I'm not saying that to be dramatic or whatever. It's just how I felt with the loss to Dallas hurts being a bit of a question mark. There was an ESPN report yesterday that, you know, to some degree, they're not sure what he's going to be like when he returns. The lane injury is devastating. It's a bad injury. Even with the updated news, it's still a bad situation. But what I always come back to whenever I get like too far down the path of I'm not going to be in Arizona, they got two home playoff games to win Two. That's it. Two home playoff games. And I think they, I think they're still in good position to do that. So seeing Jalen out there, I think is encouraging. Um, the lane news, the fact that he might play in the playoffs or potentially likely. Oh, looks like he's going to play. Well, yeah. yeah. Likely. However you want to phrase it. Yeah, uh, and the question is, will he last? He's going to try. The question yeah. is, will he be able to hang, you know? Well, and also, you know, the playoffs is a month away. Who knows in a month, maybe it doesn't heal how they want. The, the plan sure. is for him to play that that is correct. But I'm, I'm still I hesitant. Get your point. It's yeah. still a, it's still a question mark without a right. doubt. One and way so or another. The lane thing is definitely concerning to me for sure. I mean, lane is, a critical piece of this team. Uh, Jason Kelsey was on the morning show on WIP and he said flat out, you know, the media and fans are, are not overreacting to this. Like it's a big deal that that lane is hurt. So will he play? How effective will he be? Will, will he be able to finish the game? How do they divide the reps in practice? I think it's going to be Driscoll the next two weeks um, in, in the games is, would just be my guess. I don't think which they're going to good because it gets him a chance to get yeah, some reps. It him, has, yeah. It gets him the reps that he needs, which is good. So, but uh, I guess, you know, I, I, I've gone from, from being like they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. I've spent the majority of the season, even though I've probably been on a bit more of an emotional roller coaster than you have throughout the year, you know, the passing game stuff, all that. I think we've all, we've both ended every pod saying we think they're going to the Super Bowl. And I still would probably guess that. Um, but it's been, I mean, look, it's been a rough week in terms of believing in this team. Yeah, look, and I get it. And you know, you can, you, you're my, you're my uh, witness Behind yeah. the scenes, I've been telling you, relax. I've been telling everyone, come down. Yeah. I, tweet, I tweeted the other day because I was feeling it in the moment. Everyone's freaking out. And I was like, and I know it's, you know, it's what it is, but they did lose their left tackle, their middle linebacker, their best special teams player, Darren Sproles, who's like a Swiss Army knife guy for you. And they lost the MVP of the season at that point, And they won the Super Bowl. Like, so I get it. And I'm not going to try and sugarcoat that this week has, has not of, of the whole season, the ups and downs, which has mostly been ups and a couple downs. This is certainly the most concerning time of the season. When you take it all into account, when you take the lane injury, which I agree with, you know, I said, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about who could they least afford to lose outside of Hertz, I, I said Lane. I was like, Lane yeah. and Kelsey, those are my two guys. And 
I, it is a big injury, and I understand that. And, I, and the fact that he's going to try and play, and he is a warrior, and he's as tough as they come, and I wouldn't be shocked if he can go out and play through this. So we'll see how that all plays out. But I understand that news comes out, it's a killer. The Maddox news comes out, it's a killer. Because they had him overshadowed in a way. Yeah, and it's been a big one. We talked about it when he was out for that you know, six, eight weeks, whatever it was. We, we were like, well, like underreported how important yeah. this injury is. It looks like the defense looks different without him. He matters. So I, I, I'm not going to say that stuff doesn't matter, but but it is also the fact that they've kind of gotten to this point in the season without these injuries, which is shocking in and of itself. If we remember 2017, it was throughout the course of the season. I mean, it was like week six, you lose Peters or whatever it was. Week and seven. And then the kicker, if I'm not well, mistaken. Yeah, so. the kicker. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about him. But throughout the course of the season, you lose guys as it goes, and you're like, okay, they can recover. They, this seems like a lot at once because they really yeah. haven't had much until now. But, but. I think that we need to, and again, look, it might be the undoing. We might look back in, in a month and they lose in the NFC championship game or, or whatever and say, oh, they couldn't beat the Niners because they didn't have Lane Johnson or they couldn't beat the Niners because they didn't have Maddox or whatever it is. Like we could look back or because Hertz wasn't just right. Hurts. You know, yeah, we could, it wasn't Hurts. Yeah, yeah, right. We could look at all those things and say, oh, that was it. And that's why. But let's not forget five years ago. Like, let's not that we, at, how we felt in the moment with all these things. Every single one of these injuries along the way, we're like, well, we can't win yeah. without Jason Peters. Well, we can't win without Jordan Hicks. Can't win without Darren Sproles. We obviously can't win without Carson Wentz. And they won the freaking Super Bowl because of a magic group, a magic culture, a magic team. And I think those things are still here, especially if Hertz is here. So I know there's a lot of question marks, but I, for one, am, am far further on the side of like, hey, slow down, let's not freak out than I am on the freak out side. Well, first of all, you can tell you haven't been in front of a mic in a few days. You are, <laughs> you, you are, you are ready to go, which is good. It's like sleeping a couple hours. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you are, uh, you've, you've have been holding this all in. I mean, here's my thing with the 2017 comparison. I think that it's definitely something to lean on. This team, this franchise has shown it can overcome adversity. And I know it's not the same head coach and quarterback, but it's the same GM. It's the same owner. There's a Kelsey's here. Graham's here. Fletcher Cox is here. So that all matters. My only thing with pointing to 2017 is what makes that run so special is how improbable it was to overcome all those things, to play with backups, to, to, to do exactly what this team is not going to have to do. Like Jalen will be out there for what it's worth. It seems like Lane will be out there. Maddox will see. So they're not as injured as that team. But whenever I think, okay, well, they did it in 2017. Yeah, they did. But, you know, it was pretty improbable. And they almost lost that first game and all those things. So when, when I lean on why do I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl still, it's because I just think two home playoff games and I look at who it could be. I mean, we haven't talked, but it could be Carson. It could be Carson coming for that first. <laughs> it, it could. Yeah. It, I love the everyone all of a sudden just jumps on and like, ooh, Carson could go into Minnesota, win a game, and then come here. Carson is not winning a playoff game. They will lose know, to Minnesota. Okay. All right. I'm I shooting love. this one down. I okay. love the thought. It's awesome. There's nothing on this planet I want more than Carson Wentz in the link for a playoff game. It sounds like the single greatest timeline that I could be a part of. Well, I'm all in. I just they would they would beat Carson. See it. Yeah, they, they would beat Carson. Of course 100%. they would. I would. Of yeah. course, more just the yeah, idea yeah. of it is amazing. I was actually debating this uh, with people at practice today. Obviously, Dallas coming here would be the biggest game. It's the Cowboys. It's the Eagles. There's yes. history. But man, Carson coming here would be. Not as big, but that would be quite big. the game. Of it would it's still be Washington, too. It's still, yeah, it's still a, a There's still a lot of other aspects to it. But yeah, yeah that would be 
that'd be pretty wild, man. So pretty I, wild. I just think, um, you know, when I think about the lane injury, I, I understand people are excited he's going to play. I, I do worry about how he will play, if he'll be ready to play, how long he'll be able to play. I have those worries. Um, I mean, the Jalen thing is an interesting question. We're talking big picture, but I'm curious for your opinion. You know, I, do you play him against the Saints? P- part of me, I think that uh, I, I lean on just trusting Nick and Howie and Jeffrey to make the right decision here. They have more information than we do. They're talking to the doctors. They know how Jalen feels. I don't think they would put him out there unless they felt really confident it was was okay to do it. But, you know, there is still the thing of they have to beat the Saints. I I, I guess where, where I fall after this week of going up and up and down is, man, this is really – I didn't think that I would reach a place before the playoffs where I thought there was a chance they wouldn't go to the Super Bowl, and I still think they will. But just the uncertainty of Jalen, the lane injury, the Maddox thing. I mean, look, AJ's dealing with a knee injury. It just uh, – it reminds you how fragile kind of things can be and how quickly things can go from, wow, this might be the best team we've ever seen in Philly sports to, oh my God, they're screwed going into the playoffs. And I don't I, think, I think it's somewhere in the middle on that, right? I don't think they're screwed going into the playoffs. I still think they're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I still think they're the best team in the NFC, but I think there's more parity than there used to be because of, because of these things, because of the jail and uncertainty, because of the lane thing, because of the Maddox injury. It just, this team was better than everybody. And they, though, things like that needed to happen to make it closer. Uh, look, I, yes, I, I understand your point and I agree with it. But I, again, I go back to what I said before. I think we forget, we get so myopic looking just at the Eagles every week and so focused on the Eagles and, and, oh, you know, like, oh, this injury, that injury, this thing, whatever, like, like you look around the league, this happens to every team. It's a battle yeah. of attrition. It's just the Eagles are getting some injuries. Now, let us forget that the team that at least I am most concerned about the NFC, and I would guess yeah, most Eagles, they're, they're, they got a seventh, the last pick in the draft this yeah. year. The guy who was Mr. Irrelevant this year in the draft is coming into link for a playoff game. Like, and again, he's looked good. Like Brock Purdy's better than I ever thought he would be. Like, I get it. I get the vibe. I get the narrative. I get the whole thing. But we're so quick to be like, oh, we lost Lane Johnson. Oh, my God. What do we do? They, they're playing with Brock Purdy because they lost Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, right? Like, at the, we talked about the Bengals. The Bengals are one of the hot teams. They're scary if you get there. They just lost Lyle Collins, who was their best lineman. Like, them losing their best lineman is a way bigger hit to them than the Eagles, who, who yes. I agree with Roland that. Super important. But Jack Driscoll's played a good right tackle. We've seen it. Jeff Stoutland, of all the coaches in football, do I trust to get his group ready to play with a guy down? Of course. So, like, I get it, and I agree with you. I, I in the, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to, to minimize these injuries and their impact on the team. I'm just trying to say we need to sometimes step back and not focus on our like the aggrieved thing that we're going through without looking at all these other teams and all the issues and things that they're going through too, that, that also even out the playing field. Too. Well, and, and I think, I think the reason a couple of things, I think that's a great point, right. To look at the larger scale of things. I mean, I do think the teams in the AFC, the bills and the chiefs still scare me quite a bit, but you're right. The Bengals just lost the, one of their, their best offensive linemen. And you're also right about the Eagles offensive line. Now, I'm not afraid of the Niners. I've said that on a few pods. I think they would beat the Niners. I will say losing Lane is a particular problem for the Niners. Not that the, defense, sure. Yeah, yeah, not that the not that the Cowboys don't have good pass rushers, but they have Bosa there, and they can very easily just put Bosa up against Driscoll. Now you can do things. You can you know put help over there. You can put a which a, they will, which they will. Which but that makes up. you which that makes you change the way you do things, and that's yeah, which that and that's the concern, right? When when concern, one player yeah. or one situation, a matchup can make you change the way you go about your business that can lead right. to other issues. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's a concern moving in, but, but to your point, 
I mean, this team was better than every team in the NFC before all this stuff happened. So it wasn't like, you know, I, I we debated the Cowboys. I think if you would have said the Eagles were at 10, the, the Cowboys and the Niners were eight, seven and a half, so however you want to put it. I think this, this uncertainty knocks the Eagles down from a 10, but I still think they're the best team in the NFC. I still think there's a good chance we'll be in Arizona, you know, co covering the Super Bowl. Um, you know, seeing Jalen out there, I will say, did, did make you feel better. He looked good. Uh, he was throwing it fine. He didn't have like, uh, it didn't look to have any like wrap on his shoulder or anything like that. I still would be a little surprised if he played, but it was good to at least know that he's out there and able to do some stuff. Considering the playoff, it is wild how far away the playoff game is. You forget mm -hmm. because of that extra season. They don't play until I think it's January 21st. Is, is there, or 21st or 22nd would yeah, be the yeah. playoff game. So they have quite a bit of time to to kind of rest up from all this stuff. But that But that's also, and we haven't talked since like the Cowboys game, that's also what makes the Cowboys game so frustrating to me is they had that. Like they had that game one where you don't have to play anybody this week. If they win that game, I don't think there's any question they're not playing anybody this week. And we could debate whether they should, shouldn't. I know that's that's a debate we'll, we'll, we won't have at this point. But it's just the fact that they have to risk guys for injuries for another game is, you know, another concerning thing. Like you have this roster that is so Super Bowl ready in so many ways and it's starting to get chipped away at it, and you just want to try to keep it as, as impact, intact as possible up until the playoffs. I get it. But again, like I said, after the Cowboys pod, and I still feel this way, I don't think there was any chance they were just going to sit everybody for a month. Like your point said, like that would be sitting everyone for like three and a half weeks yeah, until they played it. And I just don't, I don't see them doing that. Like, I think guys were going to play in this game no matter what. To the Jalen point, going back to your question, because I never kind of answered it because we were talking big picture. But for this specific week, I 100% I think you nailed it in that it all comes back to Nick and Howie. And I, I don't think they will put him in any sort of position yeah. where they could in any way influence his, you know, he could get hurt more or make it worse for the playoffs or the future. So if he plays, I trust that he's healthy to play. I always said to you that I would have played him one of the next two weeks, whatever he's healthy for. Like if, and again, that's why I'm not that concerned. Again, they have to win one of two games and the giants are not going to be playing. week. the hilarious part of this, you know, Joe judges. I giants, know. Yeah. Yeah. They're not Joe. Like there is a zero, the way this is going to play out. We can all see it happening, especially with the thing, how things shook out last week. The giants are making the playoffs. Like yeah, the they are, beat the Colts. Yeah. they are making the playoffs. And they are absolutely going to take that opportunity for a bye week the last week. Why wouldn't you? The Eagles did last year. Every smart yeah, team does. 100%. So I, I like, it's like, that is such a, if you need to win, you don't want to go into last week of the season having to win it, but like, it's a perfect kind of tune up for the playoffs. Go out, beat the crap out of the giants for a half. You can even just coast to the end. And then your guys are ready for the playoffs two weeks later. So I just think there's a lot of wiggle room here. And I know it doesn't feel like that. We get to, Oh, we're not going to like, I'm just, and, the, and again, this is also provided that the Cowboys win their last two. And I know they got a gift tonight. They're going to win because the Tennessee's not playing. But the Cowboys still have to win their last two. And Minnesota has to win their last two. You know what I mean? Like So, like, none of those teams, there could be no mess-ups along the way. And the likelihood that the Eagles lose to the Saints and the Giants and the Cowboys yeah, and Vikings win out are so low that I'm just, I can't, I can't. Play Hurts when he's ready. Play Hurts if he's healthy for this week. I'm fine with that. I just, I'm not stressing about this one seed like I they're gonna get it like they're yeah. gonna get it you and know I, I think they will get the one seed 100% it was just you know you go from I get it you get the, from a lot I get it I yeah get like it. you go from they lose to the Cowboys to Lane's hurt to Hurts is hurt to I Maddox it. is hurt it's so, a it's a it's a it's, a, it's yeah. worth the Saints in their last game yeah so to your point though I think this is the first adversity 
true adversity they've gone through. There's been points, you know, the loss to Washington, not really true adversity. This is more true adversity, in my opinion. And maybe, you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's good that they'll have to go through this a little bit. And, you know, we talked about leading up to the Cowboys game, should they play guys or should they not? They've earned the 13, or yeah, the 13 wins that they have. So it puts them in a situation where you still feel like they're going to be home for the playoffs. And that's, it's absolutely huge heading in. But yeah, I mean, I think the hope is at this point, they have enough time to rest up. The lane thing is still a big concern for me. It just is because, you know, the Hurts thing, you could argue I'm probably overreacting to that. I still think not knowing what your quarterback's going to be in the playoffs, and he should be fine, but you don't know for sure. That That is a concern. Yeah, if, you want him just ready to roll. I get it. I, the thing with, I'm the thing with Lane is, yeah, the thing with Lane is Lane needs surgery. Lane oh, it's is, a real, it's a yeah, real Lane injury. Lane is putting yeah. off surgery. So, and it's admirable for sure that he's doing it, but the concern would be, is he going to be that guy? Is it going to get worse or can he play the same? Can he? Yeah, of yeah. course. There's a million 100%. questions and we're going to find out. I do think, look, it's uh, from the initial news that we heard, it is positive that he's going to try and play. And I feel like, you know, we, we've gotten to know Lane Johnson. We've, seen the stuff he's played through over the years. I know like people were putting out, I think it saw Jeff McLean had the picture of the ankle that he played through yeah. in 2020. And like, yep. it's like this guy is a badass. Like he is a warrior. And if anyone can play through it, it's this guy. And you're right. We don't know. And it is absolutely concerning. Like, I'm not saying it's not a concern, but I look at it and say, I think, you know, at least the fact that he's going to go for it and give it a shot is a po bonus to me. And even as still as big a loss as Lane would be, if Lane were out for the season, I still think they could win the Super Bowl. Like I'm still, I still don't think that's a um, death knell to their chances. It'd be really like, tough. Yeah. It'd be, why? It'd be why? Why? I know it is, but they literally won with Big V. Like they they lost Jason Peters and they won with Big V. Like I, I get it. The Lane on off stats. I've said he's super important, but you can lose again. The Eagles lost six super important players and yeah, won the Super Bowl, including an MVP quarterback. And I know it was magical, and I know it was crazy. Right. But to right. your point, it happened because they just need to win two home games to get there, and the, and some magic happened. You got on a roll, and you and the team. And again, if Hertz is there, and if Hertz is, and again, I know that's a, a unknown and a question mark. We're talking. But if Hertz is good to go and Hertz is Hertz, what are we talking about here? You don't think Hertz can go out and win a couple games? Because yeah, I know again, again, I think with if let's say Lane was not playing the rest of the year, it is possible they could still win the Super Bowl because I would is, still say they're the favorite in the NFC even without Lane, is what I would say. That's an interesting question. Um, two I would home games, yeah, two home games. I probably agree with you. I mean, the question is, what do you think of the Cowboys, right? Because I'm not concerned I, about them at all. I'm the, the right. Niners are the you only think thing they could lose to the Bucks, and I, I could see that happening. It feels very I don't. I think the Bucs are horrible. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked because they're the Cowboys, but I think the Bucs are horrible. The Bucs are the team that scares me the least of maybe other than like Washington. I think the Giants beat the Bucs. I think yeah, the Bucs are horrible. The Giants scare me the least. I would say right now, like Elliot's fear factor rankings would be one would be Dallas, two would be San Francisco. Three would probably be Minnesota. Yeah, I you got to have to at this point. Yeah. Um, four would still be Tampa for what it's worth. It's still Tom Brady. Uh, this is probably just going to end up going in order. I would, yeah, be, and then I would go Washington actually, and then I would go the Giants. The Giants scare me. Or Detroit in there it could be like a Detroit if they get in. Yeah, although they your boy took our our boy, I should say it was a tough loss for him uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, wasn't great. Hurt, hurt his chances. Well, he's got to beat Green Bay. It's a big one this week. Yeah, and look, Green Bay could still get in. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean that, but but at the end of the day, you know. It, the Eagles, the the Eagles' chance of going to the Super Bowl are down to the Eagles. I think if they play their A game, nobody in the NFC can beat them. And the Dallas one, now that we've had a few days to kind of think about it, it's a concerning, I think, because of what the defense did, uh, what 
Dak did to the Eagles defense for sure. But then you look at it too and you go, four turnovers, a lot of short fields a defense was dealing with. I if know, the, but it's it's Gardner. Like I, you know, I just you gotta no, throw no, it no, out. I'm saying as a positive. I'm saying you would assume Oh, Eagles, oh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was my I, whole thing after the game. I was like, big deal. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying leading out of the Dallas game, the the one legitimate concern you would look at was that the defense gave up 40 points, right? Like that would be the you're not concerned about the offense. They gave up four turnovers, but you don't think they're going to do that with Jalen under center. But I'm saying to everyone that's concerned about the defense, including me to a certain extent after that game, the fact the offense gave it over four times is obviously part of the defensive performance. The defense was put into short fields. And there's this whole stack going around about the zone stuff. I, I think that's a, a bit of, I don't want to say like not true, but it is, it is true that there's a lot of different type of zones and, and whatever. So I, I think that I would still put Dallas number one, but I think that the concern I had about the defense immediately after the game with more time to think about it, more time to look back, more time to watch it again and all that is not as bad as it used to be. I mean, they, they gave up a third and 30, which is bad, but you, you assume that that's not going to happen, you know, 99 out of 100 times. So there was some fluke stuff in there with how the Cowboys got that 40 points. And again, the three straight row games. I know you don't like, but like the yeah, numbers are crazy. It matters. Like it matters. Your legs are heavier. You're like, it just does matter. All right. Download the bet parks, you know, sportsbook app, uh, parks picks pod coming later. We'll go through every single game on the site. It's a weird week. A lot of opportunities. This I know week. If you can, if you can read things happens. right. Yeah. yeah. It's it is, but it's a good week to like, if you can read the, the games, right. And read who needs it, who does it, especially with player, individual player bets. You can go on and say, all right, you know what? I believe in this team this week, and thus I believe that this player is going to go off because he has to. Boom. Like, make money. It's super easy. There's a, I actually think you get an advantage these last weeks of the seasons because there is such a disparity on the who who it matters for, who it doesn't, that you can really take advantage of that. So yeah. I, it's a perfect time. If you've listened to us all season and haven't downloaded the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Senior App, like, you know, I'm speechless. But yeah, it, I mean, it's rude. It, it's rude. It, we personally offended. Yeah. But if you have, if you are that person, like now's the time, win some money. And then the yeah. live betting plus the playoffs are coming up. There's going to be all kinds basketball. of awesome stuff to bet on. Basketball. A lot of good betting. basketball action. Over Elliot's been getting weekend. some parlay action yes. going. I've not been very, winning as always, but came well, very close, very close to winning two parlays, which was, yeah. again, I paid for the basically winning. Yeah. yeah, basically winning. The game was that much more fun to watch. So, well, that's what we do. The point is, we love to watch these games anyway. You download the app, you put a few bucks on it. It's so much more fun. Download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. Use our promo code GoBirds. That's you'll be IRDS to get your first bet. Uh, $750 back in bonus site credit. Mm -hmm. If your first bet is not a winner, you must be 21 in present Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Give them problem. Call one Andrew Gambler. Uh, all right. Yeah. The Cowboys game, like with me, and I understand it. And it is frustrating that they 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 miss the opportunity to just be like set and controlling it. But I just again, I keep coming back to what you were just talking about, the idea that they played. They did everything they could to give that game to the Cowboys Four turnovers. Yes. Takes all around. They let Dak just walk down the field. They didn't try and do anything defensively, which, again, I brought up last pod. And I still I'm not 100 percent sure that they weren't. Going slightly vanilla, like not saying there right, was a say, chance of that for I sure. It's part of it. You can play these guys in the playoffs. We talked about that. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if they were at least, if nothing else, not bringing out the big guns scheme wise. Yeah, I agree for, with that. For that game, and they almost they should have won it. They should have won it. Like it just for me, and the third game road game, which I know you don't care as much about, but I do think matters on the on the overall. Like I just I look at that game and I I look at it totally as like a a, a blown game that I I makes me think less of Dallas than it makes me think less of the Eagles. 
Um, I'm not there completely with you. I mean, again, I think the two things that happened in that game that you would expect not to happen in the playoff game, four turnovers on offense, which is huge, and third and 30. If those two things don't happen, the Eagles win that and game. And Jalen Hurts playing quarterback. Well, and Jalen, obviously, <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying. But that's a big part. I know what you mean, but you're just talking about specifically games in the app that happened in the game, but also Jalen will be playing, you know? It's yeah, totally and that's it's a big part of it, and you would – you would hope that when Jalen comes back, he will be the player he was before. If Jalen was a player he was before, then the Eagles will go to the Super Bowl. And the other thing, too, I'll say about the offense and the defense thing is I understand the defense is going to have to play well. The Niners are good are a good offense. The Cowboys have a good offense. But the bottom line is this is as we've, you know, all year we talk about this. It's an offensive league. Jalen, Nick, AJ, uh, Devontae, Dallas, like the offensive line. Those are the guys that are going to determine if this team goes to the Super Bowl or not. Bottom line, I would they're going to have to win a shootout. And and I think that's why Jalen being so healthy is key. But Lane too. And you know, we haven't talked about it, I'll ask you, what would you do? Would would you put just move Driscoll over? Would you consider moving Mylotto? Would you go to Dillard? I mean, I think they're just going to go to Driscoll, but I would play Driscoll. I think it's absolutely the right move. It's what in the playoff game, I'm saying. Like if Lane's not playing. Yeah, if Lane's not playing, period. The next two weeks, I'm playing Driscoll and I'm getting him ready if he has to play in the playoffs in that spot because, look, I'm not moving my lot, right? Like we're not moving spots. Yeah, look, especially because Dillard's been playing guard more. He's been playing tackle lately, all that, whatever. Like, and then you have backups and whatever. Driscoll has played right tackle in the NFL. He's played it at a solid level, considering his experience level and all that. And you're going to have two weeks where he's going to get to get him with the main guys and, and get a feel for it and, and get kind of the continuity and stuff going. I think it's absolutely Driscoll. I think it leaves you the opportunity. If my lot gets hurt to play Dillard over there, because if you move my lot over there, you play Dillard. What if Dillard gets hurt? Then you move yeah, my you lot back. back yeah. like, there's all kinds of, I think the easiest thing is put Driscoll there. He's played the position in the NFL at a solid level before you got Stoutland to get him set. It's just one guy for one guy. I think that's the move. I, I agree. The, the thing that I think would be interesting is if against the Saints, Driscoll really struggles. Like, let's say he gets out there and he's not playing well. Like, sure. Well, then you reassess. Then you reassess. But I think the first move is definitely putting Driscoll there. And again, you can coach around it to an extent. You get this is why Stoutland makes the money he does. This is why Stoutland's probably, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame like assistant coach, right? This is where you trust him to do it. I don't think moving Milata over from left to right makes sense. He has good uh, chemistry with Dickerson over there. Um, I wouldn't put Dillard at right tackle. He did not play well. Now it was a while ago. Maybe he's better. But even at it, still, but, yeah. But to your point, he's been playing guard a lot. Um, you know, in a game, if if Driscoll goes down, you could. I think at that point, I would just ha- consider you're going to have a weakness over there and just try to coach around it. I don't think moving Mylotta to the right and putting someone in at left, then maybe you potentially have two weaknesses or at least two positions you don't feel as confident in. So I do think Driscoll is, is the move and. You know, it'll be interesting to see when Lane comes back. Can he play the whole game? How effective is he in those type of things? Oh, it's one of the biggest questions heading in the playoffs. Like Jalen, how's he look? Lane, how's he look? Those are like the two biggest questions with this team heading into the playoff. Um, and it, it matters. All right, I want to get to the Avante one because we've talked a lot about yeah, the Lane injury. There's a, yeah, there's not much else to say there, but the Avante one, like it seems serious. We'll see if he comes back, if he does, and obviously out indefinitely. Who knows? But a uh, lot of, you know, chatter online about you know what do they do is it josiah scott can cj gj be back in time do you play blank and chip and put cj gj in the slot if he's back like there's a lot of different you know maneuvers that can be made depending on who you have so first and foremost and again we don't know it's a lacerated kidney like there's been very little information it seems like he's not going to play against the saints that's right no forget the saints i yeah playoffs we're talking playoffs if you had your feel just being around the team and what you're hearing 
A, do you think CJ GJ will play? And B, if because if he doesn't, they'll just put Scott there and it's blanket ship and we know what's going to happen. Yeah. But let's say he can play. Is he playing safety with Scott at, at slot? Is he playing slot with blanket ship at safety? Like, what do you think they do? If, if first of all, can he play? And if he does, what do you think they do? I mean, the question of can or will he play? You don't know. I get it. You're just uh, yeah, you, like you know, just your best guess based I guess on covering the team. What you're okay. my guess is he plays, but because you have some time, you have another full month. So my guess is he does play. Now we talked about the offensive line moving positions around. I think it's it's similar in the secondary, but it's different in the way that the offensive line. There's five guys out there in every single play, and defense you can run different packages. Sometimes there's sure. a nickel, sometimes there's not. Yeah, sometimes yeah, totally. you, right, all that stuff. So I, I do think I would. It's tough because I my gut would say put put Gardner Johnson at nickel. He's done it before. I know he hasn't played it all year, but you would think he'd be able to pick it up. He's better than Josiah Scott is at nickel. Josiah and Blankenship is better at safety than Josiah Scott is at nickel too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also, you know, there's the cave thing too. Like if you put, if you put CJ back there, then I guess you're not playing cave you're putting Josiah Scott there. I do think CJ, my guess, my guess is on what they will do. I mean, Nick was asked about it this week and he said, or Gannon was, and he said the value having versatile players is this, all that stuff. So I think they sound more open to it than they are putting Driscoll, uh, than putting my lot at right tackle, which they're not going to do. Um, with CJ, my guess is when they have two corners and two safety, CJ will be out there at safety. I think when they move to nickel, I do think they've, they've liked Reed enough and he's played well enough. I think you can put CJ in at that Avante spot. I think that's what they'll do. Especially when you look at, you know, the, the receivers they're going to go up against in the yeah. playoffs. I mean, Washington has three great receivers. San Francisco has really good receivers. Now, and they have guys that they move to the slot too. Like yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I do think they'll put Gardner Johnson in the slot when he on, on plays where they have three corners, I think they'll put him in the slot. And now, now the other question is if you're Gardner, you know, Gardner Johnson, you've, you've played all year at this one position. You're about to be a free agent. I think he'll do whatever the team asks. That the that's the vibe I get from him. But I do wonder if you're him. You're like you traded for me to play safety. I came yeah, here. Yeah, I get it. Deal. But I think with the playoffs, I think it's just like at next yeah, it's man up like, like ten weeks. And you're in the yeah, exactly. But it's an interesting thought and something to think about in general. But I don't think it'd be an issue. And I guess it helps his value too. And because, look, and yeah. and it does help exactly. It gives him more versatility to right. get his point. And look, shout out to, to Howie for the depth in this defensive backfield. I mean, look, Josiah Scott's not a, a great player or anything, but he's filled in. He's made some plays. Blankenship, like as an undrafted guy, he's been really good. When yeah, he he's played. been really good. And, and Kayvon didn't even suck like we expected him to. You know, he had a Yeah, he was decent in that pair. He was okay, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I think on the whole, you know, um, they've got some guys. And, and I think it's – if they can get CJ, DJ back, I think that could be a real – your real boon towards the Maddox injury not being as big a issue as it yeah, could be. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is this is why it's good to have depth. Now, you hope that these guys are able to play and play at a high level, and if they can, then I, I they're in a great spot to go to the Super Bowl. It just it uh, it sucks to have this many questions going in, but it was never going to be smooth sailing the whole way. Maybe that's no. what I need to remember. Well, and that's – yeah, and you're going to face – again, it is actually pretty insane – that this is the first point in the season that we're talking about real injury issues. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like we've had little injuries on like Maddox here, Goddard and stuff like that, but nothing that is 
felt like it could be a real issue for this team until now. And look, they did get Goddard. Goddard's back. Like, that's going to help. Yeah, Goddard played well. Yeah, he played really well. Let me ask you this really quick. So there was a – I forget what outlet put it out there, but it was four teams heading into the playoffs, like four biggest – Oh, I saw it. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. And it had Chiefs, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, and Cowboys. It's just Um, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, embarrassing. Embarrassing. I do do think those – the three AFC teams, I think – are probably the three, in my opinion, best. Well, the Bengals yeah, I, are pretty banged up, but the Eagles are better. Stop this. Why and the Eagles lost one game that they should have won, and they got a couple guys hurt, and it was like, oh Eagles are the it's, well, the, it's Eagles, the Bills, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs are the three best teams in football. Yes. However, you want to shake it out. That's it. End of discussion. I, yeah, I think I think the Bengals are four there. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, the Bengals are four. The Bengals and are I, good. Look, though. I'm the one who's all season been talking about the Bengals. I'm the yeah. Joe Burrow. You know that. Like, I have been like, don't forget it. At a certain point in the season, I was like, don't forget about the Bengals. And you gave me crap for it. So, yeah, like, well, they turned around. Yeah. I know. Right I They're know. Right the Bengals that. are good. So, yes. I'm right there with you. But I think the Eagles are right there with that group. Um, what else? I had one other thing. Oh, do you still think they need to win with style points? People didn't like that. Tweet oh, there. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, address it. I, I, that's I'm why. Very, I, saw, happy, yeah. I always want to get my guys back. I will yeah. say the way it was written, I too did not necessarily agree with it, but you got some, some crap for it. Respond. Oh, okay. So here would be my response to that. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's like, they just need to win. Like, first of all, duh. Like, duh. They need to win the game. They ha- I agree with that. The most important thing is winning. But I do think it would behoove this team to play well going into the playoffs. And, you, you know, people point to, well, in 2017, they, they were bad against the Cowboys and the Raiders in that last game. I get it, but that's not how you want to go in. Like, I, I think people do, and, you know, we did it with the injuries, right? Where people do this thing where it's like, well, it happened here, so it could happen again. Yeah, it could, but I, it Matt, like, this team has played two games in a row where we've left and thought, okay, like, okay, right? Cowboys, they lost. We, we don't have to rehash that. The Bears game, the defense was good. The offense struggled. Like, you know, defense even at the end gave up that touchdown. I just think when, when I use the term style points, right, people are like, oh, well, it's not college football, whatever. Like, yeah, I know it's not college football. I know the final score is what matters. But at the end of the day, this team, think about how we felt about them when they beat the Titans, the Packers, the Giants, and they were dominating teams. This idea that how they win and how, and how much they win by not mattering is foolish. Everybody knows how they felt after those three games. Everybody knows after the, how they felt after the Colts game. Everybody knows how they felt after the Cardinals game. There's a difference in how the team plays. So going into the playoffs, yes, I think it's important against the Saints to see them play well. If they win this game 13-10 to 10 and they clinch the one seed, it probably won't change too much in my opinion of their chance of going to the Super Bowl. Well, unless Jalen plays and he's really bad. But the end of the day, this is a team that if they're playing at their best, they should beat easily. The Saints are not good. They're banged up. Their quarterback sucks. Their defense is decent, right? Like that, that is one thing. But I just think this, this idea that people are afraid to say they want them to play well. Why would you not want them to play well? Why would you not want to see what they did against Tennessee? I, so I, I get your point. I think I think the way the tweet came off was like. I think the style points was was where it went bad. You know what I mean? I think that people hear style points and they it it evokes a certain thing in their mind. Whereas, like, I agree with what you said. Like, do I want to see this team look good on Sunday? Yeah, of course. Coming off a loss. You're damn right I do. I want to see them look tight. I want to see them beat the crap. Well, that's what it is. That's what style is. I know. Winning with style. I I know. I think there's just a connotation. I get it. 
I actually agree with you. I don't, but I think the way the tweet was worded, I understand why people bristled at it. Because I think ultimately, it's like, they, just need, they just need to win the game. But I agree. Ideally, you want to see him go out and look good. You want to see him play well heading and, into the play. You know, like this, you know, they played well. They played bad at the end of 2017. Well, yeah, they were underdogs in every game in the playoffs that year. Like trying to repeat 2017 is not the path you want to take. It doesn't mean they can't do it. What 2017 means is anything is possible. That's basically what 2017 mm -hmm. Anything's possible. And it does highlight the importance of being at home for two games. I think it highlights that more than anything. But they wanted to play well at the end of the season. They weren't like, oh, whatever. They played the starters against the Raiders. They played the starters to start against the Cowboys. And the fact they didn't play well is why they were underdogs, right? So I think there's a bit of revisionist history of like, well, no big deal if they don't play well. No, it matters how this team plays. It matters how they look on Sunday. It matters when you talk about can they beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the, the Cowboys, the Niners. You want to feel confident about how the team is playing. And you do that by playing really well by dominating and by yes, getting style points. Like style points matter at the end of the day. It, I know it's a college yeah, football thing. They kind of do, but they don't. Ultimately, winning power rankings, like you no, know, who cares? Who cares? I mean, who cares? Ultimately, well, in but, reality, but fans can't all I get. Know, I know, I know, but yeah. in reality, like you, you're making it seem like style points actually matter in terms of record, and they don't. Like you just so in terms of record, no, you but it could matters. Win every game three nothing and be a Super Bowl champion. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, but every. I mean, Never, I know, but I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. I get your point, but I think you're taking it a little far in that like it doesn't really matter. We just would like to see it. You want to see them play well and stuff, but we literally have evidence that you don't have to do that. You don't have to play well going to the playoffs and you can turn it on and win a Super Bowl. Like I'm not saying that that's likely or whatever, but you're making it seem like it is a must. It's like, no, it'd be nice to see, but they could go out, win the game on Sunday, not look amazing doing it and still put it on the playoffs. Yeah. And again, and it really all comes, if Hurts isn't playing, it's like hard to really you know, who knows anyway, you know, right. you want, you want to see how Dresden looks in the defense and stuff. Right. But, but to your point, we need to, we need to speed it up here, by the yeah, way, yeah. The last, running last, low on time. Yeah. The, the last thing is you're right that they're not a must. I just think for this last game, it's important in the playoffs, win, however you need to win. If you lose this game to the saints, beat the giants, however you need to, this is the game where I want to see, I want to leave feeling good about them. And I, and look, I agree as a fan. I don't think it's quite as important as you make it out to be, but I get your point. And I think that some of that was awesome translation. Yes. All right. Uh, Parks Pikes Pod coming up in a sec. Uh, final thoughts. Well, I have two movie thoughts. Do you oh, want buddy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, may as well. Okay. We'll, so we'll slam through the picks. So, oh, by the way, so for those who don't know, if you're a real one, if whatever, like we're doing some of these pods on YouTube now on the WIP YouTube yes. page. We'll tweet out, out stuff so you can see us right now if you're listening. So we're going to actually, for listening on the pod, this is going to be the end of the one pod, but the Parks Picks Pod's about to be recorded live. They'll probably yeah. be up tomorrow. But for the people live, you get the preview. So, you know, future reference, you, get a, you know, you get to see James face, which is Aww, always a good thing. Which is um, all right. And ready so, for that again. <laughs> two, two movie takes. One, okay. I'm going to mispronounce this guy's names, but Guillermo del Toro did a yes. version of Pinocchio. Dude, let me tell you, I've never done any hard drugs, so I don't know what it would be like to be on them. But that movie to me is like, I think it would permanently screw you up if you like it was like sad but also like beautiful and like trippy and there were lions and oh my god like it was it was an adventure i would i would never recommend doing hard drugs but if you're like little buzzed yeah, or sometimes i, I can't know. even There's imagine there's a situation for everything that i feel like that's a movie you would watch with your jaw dropped the entire time if you yeah. weren't so i'm a big del toro guy. guy i love guillermo del toro have you seen it stuff. i have not seen it yet it's on my it list but he, he made a movie called pan's labyrinth uh like a decade ago that, that sounds like, like a movie he'd make based off the phenomenal yeah. phenomenal like so yeah he's a weird dude so um 
second movie take. I texted you this, but I want to say it again. Okay. Dude, Coda was unbelievable. Great movie. Best picture. Unbelievable. I, do I remember you saying you didn't like it that much or you were, you thought it was like, no, no, no. Okay. I loved it. All right. I do like, I almost, great. Cried, I almost cried twice. I'm, I don't want to give any spoilers, but like at the end, it was, yeah, it was the end's like, great. I, I very rarely want to rewatch movies. I want to rewatch that oh, movie. I cannot you. recommend Coda more. Coda's great. I really it was liked great. it. My whole yeah, one best picture. One best picture. Yeah. It's very so sweet. Got the accolades it deserves. Yeah. It if, you're, if, you're, if you're looking for a feel good evening sitting in front of your TV and you just want to feel good about people in the world, watch Coda because it's a beautiful yeah. movie. Yeah. And if you want to cry. But but happy yeah, tears. Yeah, the point. Happy tears. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Code is great. I'll give you a, a random thought I had. Um, am I the only person? Are you like this? That when someone says, "Oh, it's about thirty feet," that in your head you think, "Okay, three basketball hoops." I can envision that. Am I the only person who does oh. that? So when someone says, "Oh, it's about thirty feet," the only way I can conceptualize that in my head is, "Okay, one basketball hoop, two." Got it. Thirty feet. Is well, that how weird? often are people saying thirty feet to you? You read, I mean, it happens all the time. You read in books, it's like, oh, it's 30 feet this way or 20 mm -hmm. feet or 10 feet or whatever it is. Like, people you've never, like, it, in life, things, like, oh, it's about 20 feet or whatever. Like, you, it comes I up. don't envision it in basketball hoops, no. Okay. Well, I know. I, I, ironically, I probably try to envision it in football fields, even though it's yards and not. Well, that's way harder to do. So, all right. <laughs> I get it's if it's great. longer, I'll do it in football fields if it's like 500 feet. Then I'll be like, all right, that's like one football field and then an extra like two thirds. Like I'll do that. But like, anyway, the point is when you hear distance, you try and think of something that is that distance. Cause that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't do the basketball thing. Okay, good. No. All right. Well, I'll take it. That's good. Right. Football guy, you know, <laughs> I know it's true. The hardcore one. Yes. Even though you do a Sixers pod, check out Elliot. Sixers. I do. Yes. Clap your hands. Yes. Yeah. You're like, I'm not a basketball guy, but check out my Sixers pod. Well, I'm, I'm um, always a football guy. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll be back. Uh, if you're listening to this on the feed, probably tomorrow with sparks picks pod but yeah it'll be up tomorrow if you're watching live in like two seconds so yes um until then he's elliot james <laughs>